This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. Uh, I'm going to stay with this team and kind of go to a, a different direction in terms of the show, but here, here are some lies, okay, that they sold us this offseason. I'm using air quotes to say they because I'm part of this problem as well. Uh, but I, I'll tell you where I was in a problem. I'm going to stay with the Rams here, okay? Yeah. Cam Akers. We were being sold the, this idea that Cam Akers was going to be this workhorse back, that the Rams were marking this dude as like an every down, clear cut, unquestioned starter in their backfield. That was so far off the base. And, <laughs> and I've been trying to tell people, like, what are we doing out here, guys? We saw it last. This dude almost got kicked off the team. He almost got kicked off the team, Matt Harmon, and people are acting like that never happened. I just don't understand. The Rams are clearly okay with not playing Cam Akers. They're clearly okay with potentially moving on from Cam Akers. So what did we see here in week one? Yeah, did Cam Akers get the quote-unquote start? Yeah, sure he did. But Kyron Williams outplayed him, played more snaps than Cam Akers. I hate to break it to all the Cam Akers bros out there, but... Guys, it's not going to happen. What, what are we basing this eval on, too? Like pre-Achilles tear, Cam Akers? It's just, it boggles the mind, Matt Harmon. Like how much we are willing to overlook with a player like Cam Akers uh, and just projecting him as like this like solid, got to get him, fourth, fifth round, going to be a great, <laughs> he's going to be a great running back for you in fantasy. It's like, nah, that dream is dead. That dream is dead now, man. Like, so that was a big time lie uh, that a lot of folks were trying to sell you that Cam Akers was going to be the unquestioned leader in the clubhouse for this uh, for this Rams running back room. Um, but man, there were a, a few other ones, and I want to pick your brain on this, Matt. What about in Atlanta, dog? Uh, what happened? Yeah. This, I mean, the offseason lie that they were telling us is that this offense was going to be different. You mean me? <laughs> I'm they, James. <laughs> they, they told us that this offense is going to be different, boy. 18 targets or 18 pass attempts for Desmond Ritter. Get the hell out of here, homie. Like, what is going on? And you know what else is crazy, dude? Dude, Desmond Ritter, 3.0 air yards per attempt. Oh, my goodness. That is is disgusting. Three air yards per pass attempt? Are you kidding me, Matt Harmon? This is insane. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't... Uh, man, I, I really hope this doesn't, you know, persist all season with Atlanta. Uh, 
look, they won the game, right? And and I think they right. the problem is they didn't have to do much to win this game. Like I right. I think Arthur Smith didn't really have to open this offense up much. I mean, the Panthers are so bad. They're uh, so bad. Bryce Young had a zero point zero passer rating on throws of ten plus yards on oh Sunday. My God. They have they are so unthreatening at this point on offense. They are so unscary. Um, I think you can not open your offense up and just run it to give it to the running backs over and over again. Like they did. I mean, Tyler Algier was really good. Bijan Robinson was all also electric. Um, those guys are going to be, I think splitting, splitting the work up a little bit more than people wanted to think coming into the year. Cause Mm -hmm. Algier is just a pretty good back. Look at, Desmond is not going to throw 18 passes every single game, but there are going to be games where he does throw 18 passes, especially if the defense is better. Um, and the defense looked a little bit better in week one, and they, they've they added some bodies along the way. You know, Calais Campbell, some guys there that followed uh, their new defensive coordinator over from New Orleans too. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, but I am definitely among the group that was like, things will be different in Atlanta this year. And um, the quarterback, I mean, he wasn't great, but uh, he was better. Th- he wasn't killing drives like Marcus Mariota. But he certainly wasn't, uh, you know, somebody that's going to help us get up, get fantasy production for our receivers. So, you know, Drake London with the zero spot. I know that hurts. Oh, he had two oh. one catch games last year, you know, so this is possible with Drake London here. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for better days ahead. But uh, I would definitely be among the they that needs to kind of take the L <laughs> after week one. Uh, Drake London, zero point zero 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 yards, zero point zero 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 catches. <laughs> Ah, he did lead uh, the team in routes run, 20 routes run, but again, 18 pass attempts total for Desmond Ritter. I I just, to your point, man, if they are in a competitive um, game script and it's not like, listen, it's not like they buried the Panthers. Um, They never led by, you know, anything more than, you know, seven points, really. Mm. Um, and it just, you know, I mean, obviously they won 24, 10, but that was, you know, uh, again, a a late score. Um, but this was a very close and competitive game all the way throughout. As a matter of fact, uh, Carolina did have the lead at one point in the second half. They led 10, seven, right? So uh, even then Arthur Smith, he's totally fine running that football, giving it to Tyler Algier, giving it to his explosive rookie. Um, in Bijan Robinson, it's just, it's hard to imagine with what we saw last year and what we saw here in week number one, it's hard to imagine Arthur Smith opening this bad boy up, um, unless absolutely necessary. It's like a break in case of emergency type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really hard. The guy to, you drafted eighth him overall and the guy you drafted fourth overall break in case of emergency, you know, and, and <laughs> I know exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, I, I don't see it. I mean, unless, unless we go into a game where Atlanta's a heavy dog and, and they've got to really come from behind, or maybe they're going up against an offense that, you know, is going to put up a lot of points. It's really hard to project uh, it being different than last year. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, we thought that there may be a step forward. There's not a step forward, man. <laughs> so it's not a step forward. Arthur Smith is this weird dude. I think he, en- I, honestly, I think he enjoys it. I think, I think he enjoys, so too. I think he enjoys winning football games this way. I think he does, you know? Well, also like, I think you can't tell me that he doesn't enjoy like ribbon it to fantasy people. You know, I think oh, he knows how he much he loves it. You see Greg Alman tweeted out about like, uh, where he ba- basically said like, yeah. you know, they're asking about Drake London and 
He's like, uh, we don't care about that. Let the fantasy guys worry about that. You know, Drake. <laughs> L- I don't care. Drake London doesn't care. All we care about is one and zero. Well, I don't know, man. I, oh, I man. We'll, we'll see. Uh, Bro. I still like. I do like Arthur Smith's offense. I I, I yeah. go to the grave saying I like his pass game designs. Just the the volume's a problem when it does come to fantasy. But you can't tell you can't tell me he doesn't enjoy that. He's like a cantankerous oh, guy. Him. He, he enjoys he loves it. Him. I don't care what he oh, says. He lo- he's like he's like a, he's like a half step removed from Dave Gettleman doing the whole keyboard in the basement thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, I think he's, he's uh, more he's aggressive. Like- I think he's more <laughs> aggressive about it. He, nobody's up there asking him about fantasy. They're asking him about a player they drafted really high, and you know he gets one yeah. target or something. But I mean, he's he brings it up. Okay, so there's that's that. funny. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, sa- same focus. Okay. Let's same energy here. Um, Baltimore's passing game. Brother, I, I was told, everyone was told that there would be more passing in Baltimore. Now, you could say game script. You could. Now, you could say that, all right? But let me just throw this out there. 17 of 22 for 169, uh, zero touchdowns, one interception for Lamar Jackson. Just 22 pass attempts total, okay? We just went off the rails with Desmond Ritter giving us 18 pass attempts, okay? Lamar gave us 22, for God's sakes. All right, now, but that being said, man, 4.9 air yards per attempt, fifth lowest of the week in the NFL. Last year, he gave us 8.8 air yards per pass attempt. And you, you take a look at the, the yards per attempt. You look at the yards per completion. They're all down, right? It's, it's all down, right? So I just don't, I, again, how much are we panicking? Are we actually buying this idea that the Baltimore passing attempt or passing attack is different in 2023 versus 2022? Yeah, I, I'm not really concerned about it, and, and it's because I think we we talk about these things. We talk about we we definitely talk about this stuff in the off season. Where, uh, and I'm pointing at me and you for for the, yes. for the podcast audience. So we we are a part of this. Where <laughs> yes, we talk 100%. about these these changes and the evolution yeah. and the growth and and what's going to be different about this offense, and we expect it to be immediate. But it's mm-hmm. not always immediate, okay? And I watched Lamar Jackson in that game on Sunday, and I see a quarterback that is playing in a new offense for the first time in his career. Guy doesn't yeah. play at all in the preseason. These are his first live reps. It's one thing repping it in practice, you know, when you can't tackle each other, and then it's another thing when you rep it for the first time in games um, without Mark Andrews, who was a late scratch. Um, True. You know, dude. Zay Flowers, bro. Oh, my God. Zay Flowers. Huge. Six, Huge 60% of the first read targets, uh, according to Fantasy Points data, went to Zay Flowers. I mean, that dude is so, so good. Um, so there are signs that these explosive receivers are going to be a part of the mix here. But, again, I think Lamar just wasn't totally comfortable. If I'm concerned about something, it's that Tyler Lindenbaum banged up. Uh, Ronnie Stanley banged up on the offensive Again. line. J.K. Dobbins. I mean, I feel so bad for this guy. You know, he, yeah. he gets hurt. He's going to yeah. miss another season with a serious yep. injury. Yeah, uh, just what what a rotten bunch of luck for him. So injuries could definitely mess this thing up. Injuries always seem to mess it up for Baltimore. We were so happy they fired their strength and conditioning coach, right? You know, the guy who was you know, apparently just grinding them into the dust and, and <laughs> massive rash of injuries in week one. Uh, Marcus Williams, the safety, who knows when he's going to be oh, back. Bunch it. of injuries. Dang in it. Come on, Baltimore. I know. Like, come on. But come I'm on. not worried about Lamar in the passing game. I think, again, the, the what we talk about, the, the change in evolution and the growth of this passing okay. offense, it will happen. It just doesn't always happen in week one. And again, 
to bring it back to defense gets paid too. I do think okay. by like week five, week six, we'll be, and maybe I look like an idiot and Houston gets filleted in week two. But I do think this is a young passing defense that now has a really, really good defensive play caller and designer in D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. Some of these young guys are going to, like, Will Anderson was awesome in this game. Um, you know, I, I think. This is not a, a cupcake opponent necessarily from a defense, a past defense perspective. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. To that point, too, it is fair to say that Houston's um, rush defense was arguably the worst in the NFL uh, last year. They were terrible in a lot of different metrics. Uh, and you figured that, hey, still that Baltimore is built, um, you know, they, they bring in a new offensive coordinator, but they are built to run that ball, you know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, and you know Harbaugh wants to run that ball, you know? so mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Uh, so I think that you you take a little bit of the heat off of Lamar and the offensive, you know, play calling and all that stuff just because of that, right? Like again, game script, they got out to a nice lead, and you know they they kind of sort of coasted, and, and you could run the ball. I, I can I can buy that storyline, Matt, but unfortunately, I also have visions of uh, of Russell Wilson in Denver where we were saying all throughout his uh, you know, career in, in the last few years there in Seattle, oh, let Russ cook. Uh, and then when, I, not what? we. No, I was not. I'm not. I was not a let Russ cook. Like def- <laughs> I mean, I was very skeptical of him going okay. to Denver and doing all this. But I'm, w- I'm with you. I understand. And, I'm, okay. and, and I, what you're about to say, I'll just say is valid. So go ahead. <laughs> All right, you're not mean to Kimes. That's fine. I understand. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Uh, uh, okay, now that, but, but that being said, now okay, now that being said, but what we found is, is that when Russ went to Denver, he was the same quarterback. You could put him in a new offense, but he's gonna be the same quarterback, right? So, uh, I I've got that thought in my brain. In regards to Lamar, where this is a former MVP of the league, and he's probably thinking, I do what I do, and I do what I do really well. So how much of what he can do in this offense, you know, uh, is catered to what he what what he what his skill set is, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we just talked about this too. By the way, we just talked about this with Deshaun Watson and Kevin Stefanski. I think it's a little, like you said, a little bit like oil and water. Deshaun Watson could be a very good player. I think Kevin Stefanski is a very good offensive coach, but what he does might not be what Deshaun Watson does well, right? So I just wonder, are we seeing something similar to that in Baltimore? I just throw that out there with with also the idea that I don't have all the answers. And, and I come back and say, I don't have all the answers either. And that is why your point is valid. While I think Lamar Jackson can do it, and I think Lamar Jackson can transition into an offense like this, even before the season, you had to say, you can think all this, but we haven't seen it. We mm-hmm. haven't seen him do it. We have only ever seen him playing Greg Roman's offense. And again, you can theorize. I, I think with, 
obviously we do this with receivers, right? And, you know, sometimes it works like Brandon Ayuk, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, he, this is what he's doing with Jimmy Garoppolo. But just imagine if he played with a guy who <laughs> plays fast and loose and is willing to shoot yeah, outside yeah, the numbers. Yeah. And then you right, see right. him play with Brock Purdy and you're like, that's yeah. it. That's what that's, that's it. what we, we wanted it. right yep, there. We got it, baby. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's freaking Brock Purdy. That's a whole nother, whole nother thing. Like, right. But right, like that. Right, right. So with receivers, we, which we do a lot, it's different. But with quarterbacks, like that surrounding ecosystem and the experience and the reps, I think is really, it matters a lot more, which right. is why, yeah, you get these situations where, okay, you can theorize what Russell Wilson looks like in another offense, but then you see it in practice and you're like, yeah, this looks like a lot of the same. Um, and, and I think you'd get that with a lot of different guys. And and if we get that with Lamar Jackson and, and like, that's really, that is possible, right? Because we just mm-hmm. haven't seen it. And, at the same time, you could say, all right, well, he has only ever played in Greg Roman offense. Like, let's give him time. Like, let's give him time to adjust to this offense. And, you know, uh, that is the camp I fall in. But I respect and acknowledge that your point is correct in that if we get to the end of the season um, and, and this hasn't really produced the fireworks results that we wanted, I mean, I think you can't really be surprised just because – like some guys are who they are and maybe right. Lamar is who he is. I still think it will be no matter what. I mean, maybe he's not throwing for like 5,000 yards. Okay. But yeah. no matter what, I do think <laughs> right, with right. time, this passing offense will be better simply because the designs that Roman had were so stale and right. the players that were surrounding Lamar Jackson last year. I mean, dude, all of the goofballs that, okay, I shouldn't be so mean, but all of the people that, <laughs> I shouldn't say goofballs, that was mean. But, you know, everybody that like immediately yeah. Isaiah likely is going to start and play some Mark Andrews and are like, oh, this is what he did last year, blah, you know, like Trent just paced it right into this year. Look at the guys he was competing with targets for last year, Isaiah likely. Right. Look at the guys right. he's competing with targets now. So that right. upgrade in receiving talent around, Lamar Jackson, I still think that will actualize itself and do something okay. better. But your point is valid that if they're just they they keep running into this kind of ceiling, right? That and maybe that's just a Lamar Jackson thing. I, I think that is possible. I, it's not what I think, but I think that's possible. All right, <laughs> realm of possibility for sure. Um, and yeah, man, I just oh man, I, I just think about like Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. It's happened before. It's happened before where we, you know, it's like you said, we theorize and we want the best for these guys. And we're like, yeah, man, that would be great if he just adopts that. But when the, the, when the, when, when the, 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 the rubber meets the road, man, you know, and like you're under live fire, you know, you just go back sometimes and just do what you do. And, you know, and, and for Lamar, it's worked really, really well, by the way, we're talking about a former MVP. You know, who are you going to say, who are you, who, who are you to say that he should do otherwise? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, golly, guy's a good player. Uh, anyways. All right. So there you go. That's the show, man. Um, covered a lot of ground in today's episode, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, but again, uh, for, for those of you who, um, follow us this far, man, we do appreciate y'all, man. If you guys would uh, hit us with the subscribe, uh, maybe recommend us to a friend. I don't know. That'd be a lot of fun. As that'd be well. nice. All right. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be cool. Be sure to check out the website, receptionperception.com. By the way, I'd be remiss in not saying we've got a few pro- extra profiles up on the site right now, which is cool. And plus, uh, I am very happy to announce that we are going to be having, uh, as a regular part of the website, uh, in-season tracking for both wide receivers and quarterbacks. And Boom. quarterbacks. Okay? First time ever. 
in reception perception history that we are going to give you in season quarterback charting. And that's going to be a lot of fun from our pal. Uh, QB class on Twitter, AKA Derek Classen. So there you go. Be sure to subscribe to the website, receptionperception.com. All right, for Matt Harmon, I'm James Coe. Peace. And remember, it's never too late to chase your dreams. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 